Alright, we got the inspire part. Now let's get to work. Alright, welcome back to the Purple Pill Podcast. This is episode 65 of the Purple Pill Podcast. I'm your host, Rob. I'm with my co-host, Darren, in LA. Yo. How y'all been doing this week? I feel like I haven't seen y'all in, like, a millennium. It's been a while. A lot of wedding-related shit happening, man. Mm-hmm. I had a good time at Monster Jam. I I had a good time at Monster Jam. I didn't think... I didn't know. I don't want to say I didn't think I have a good time. I didn't know what to expect. But I think what happened was exactly what I expected to happen, and I had a good time. Except that I didn't get to go shopping, because they closed everything at 8 o'clock for some reason, but... It was cool. Besides that, shopping. Who's gonna go shopping? Never mind. Never. Uh, you know how you can buy like monster truck shirts and. Oh, he's talking about. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah, you yeah, can yeah. buy like cups and memorabilia. Yeah, Lucas Oil Field. They got to keep their their concessions open a little bit later. I don't know about the drinks, but they got to keep some of the other stuff open. Right, like we're supposed to be there from what seven to eleven. We're there from like seven to nine thirty ten. Yeah, 9.30. I was like, yo, I don't get to buy nothing. I thought for real I was going to be able to sneak in and buy, like, a, a football jersey or a hat or something if they had mm-hmm. those those open. But they didn't have shit open for real. It was kind of, kind of disappointing, but yeah. it is what I, it is. But I will say that stadium is phenomenal. That oh, yeah. First time at Lucas Oil. That was that was a great stadium. That's a great stadium. I, I, I really wish I would have saw my Raiders beat the Colts last year there, but it's all good. I'm going to see something there at some point. Nobody ever wants to go. I'm always down for a road. Nobody game. ever said anything about Indianapolis Colts. Y'all said Detroit Lions versus Baltimore. Y'all said Cincinnati versus Green Those Bay. Those are my teams. What do you want me to, what do, you want me to do? <laughs> if you told oh. me, yo, you invited me to Lions uh, Baltimore, but uh, – my team versus the Colts is happening. I've been like, shit, let's go. What do you mean? No one invited me. Yeah, true, true. If y'all go and don't invite me, I'm telling you right now, I'm going to be hurt. I'm telling you Every, right now. I never I had go. no tickets for no NFL game. L.A. was the one that went to three. You went to three games this year, didn't you? Two or three? Uh, we went to Cincinnati. We went Baltimore. to two games. Cincinnati, Baltimore. And then we went to Lions Baltimore. Or we we um, wanted to, we wanted to go. Oh, Sari went to Cincinnati. The Chargers, Cincinnati. Chargers. Yeah. I didn't I didn't go to that one. My team wasn't in it. My team was already hurt. So I said, F it. <laughs> I can't blame. I was already hurt. I was sad. My jersey was on the hanger. It was a it was a long time, long week. Also, it was my birthday week this week. It was. That, birthday that was a good time. Was that was a good time. So I thought Darren was old this week, but uh, apparently he's not old yet. He still has one more year before he's old. Darren's apparently, old. no, forget both of y'all. He's <laughs> Rob was like, uh, Rob was like, um, at the age of thirty, definitely not a young adult no more. I was like, yeah. He's like, well, then you're old. You're old. I was like, nah, bro. What are you talking about? Like, there's a big. There's a gap between those two. Darren, the day you turn 30, I'm calling you old. Like, I'm dragging out the L and the D. Well, we got about oh. 360. 
We got 361 days before that happened. I'm counting them down on these sticky notepads now. <laughs> no. No, we not. It's all good. LA, the first person with the gray hair out of water. Right. Oh, yeah. I've been there. I my hairs, baby. Ellie had gray hairs at high school, bro. I did. He was stressed out in high school. Bro. I was been stressed. Y'all niggas been stressing me up. <laughs> uh, on to my first Blue Jackets game of the year, I think last week. That's really That's what's up. How was yeah. that? Oh, first Blue Jackets game of the year, I said. Of the year. Yeah, we Dude. lost in first overtime. It was tragic. Um, but, you know, the, the clock keeps ticking. We're going back at the end of the month. I'm taking the kids and Brittany, so. That'd be dope, though, to see it in overtime, right? I had a good time. I mean, I don't I don't drink or anything, so, you know, it's it was fun. Like, I got Timbits and hot chocolate. That's all I needed because it was cold as a bitch in there. I forgot how cold it was. And then I got out of there, and I went to the real world, and it was just as cold as we live in Ohio in this piece of shit city. Or town, country, whatever we live in. <laughs> State. There you go. Ain't that shit. But it was a good time. I got to see some family was there. Got to pull up on them. Uh, got this hat that I've been wearing to break in. Y'all gonna get tired of this hat for like eight more episodes. This hat's gonna be right here until I break it in. Yeah, from the hot chill. I'm gonna keep on saying that from the blue jacket. <laughs> I think I do this like once every hour. <laughs> I got it working. I got the ponytail through it too. It's really moving. Bro, that was that was some work. Yeah, that had ain't coming off for another two, three hours. And you got the ponytail through it. I was in the office though. LA. It was like LA, you know, we're not supposed to wear hats. I was like, you can come try to take it off. You can come you know, try to take it off. You know how much time went into getting this on my head. Shit, it's braided on my head right now. Come and try it. <laughs> Oh, uh, they, say, uh, they say there's nothing like going to a hockey game live. They say like going to a hockey game live is like one of the best sport, sports to watch live. It's lit, bro. Like we saw like 20 fights in a quarter. I was over there like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> foaming at the mouth type shit. I was having a good time. Uh, and I sat next to the most adorable gay couple there. They were adorable. Like they they knew the sport well. And like when I had questions, because I don't really watch hockey. Like, my job had $40 tickets I bought, you know, something to do on a Wednesday. But they were telling me the rules. Those like, oh, that's offsides, like how offsides work, how they do, like, the the penalty shots, what the penalty markers mean when they have uh, one person out and they have, like, plus two minutes of penalty time, what all the different rules mean. And um, anytime their team would do something, they'll be like, fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> I love them. They were a good time. I bought 10 bits and shared them with them. I was like, thanks for, you know, showing me the game. You want some 10 bits? They were like, no, we're okay. And I offered to serious some 10 bits. I was like, you sure? These, these are hungry dudes? They was like, okay, I'll take one. And we had some 10 bits. It was a good time. It was a good time. That's funny as shit. Fabulous. Yeah, <laughs> anytime they score, like they get a, or uh, the Blue Jackets get a, uh, uh, offside, he'd be like, fabulous. I'm like, ooh, y'all are working it. <laughs> Bro, I swear, by the first, by the fifth time they said that, I would have been like, why the hell does this work so well? <laughs> what, what the hell do you say fabulous works no, so well? Not, not to be disrespectful, but like, I'm a bigger guy, so like, I was in there, and I was very comfortable. Like, 
I was able to sit there and I was sitting there like this because I didn't want my arms to get all in anybody's face. And like just subconsciously, like I moved my back and, you know, I was just sitting like this. And then they came back like they went to the bathroom or something, got drinks. They came back and I didn't move my arm. And then he looked over. He was like, you got some nice arms. I was like, thank you. I was like, thank you. <laughs> there is nothing more that will boost your ego than a gay man complimenting you. Let me tell you right now. Know about I, that. <laughs> I felt like a man, a god amongst men. Let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you. And, and this man, these 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 men were these men were athletes at least because they were they looked like they could bench me on a on a good day. Like you know, they they were in shape. They knew what they were doing. They probably played hockey back in the day. But those was a good time. But Darren went to see Sonic. He saw two Sonics in the day. Yo, I did. The first one, phenomenal. Second one, really great. I like the first one more, but my my nigga Knuckles in the second one, that shit, he's the best character in all of them. He's the best character. Knuckles? Knuckles is the best character. I hope Tails nobody's cool. been the best character. Even Tails is cool, too, but Knuckles is that nigga. Knuckles, Knuckles has always been the cool one since, like, forever, since the song came out. The 90s? Yeah. I used to call him Knuckles back in the day when I was a kid because I couldn't read right. I mean, that makes sense. Silent K, right? I mean, I didn't know that shit when I was little LA. <laughs> I'd be like, I want to be Knuckles. I used to be looking at Tika. I'm like, make sure I'm Knuckles. Tika's like, there's no character name that you get to be Tails. Boom. <laughs> That's fucked up. That's fucked up. <laughs> he didn't care. My cousins, are, they did not care. <laughs> Yeah, they don't got time to translate. <laughs> translate to talk. <laughs> you should have took more time to learn how to read. Sorry. <laughs> but that the, the movies were fantastic. Without spoiling it, uh, they do a great job making sure everybody feels included in this movie. Like when I say included, I mean you have white people, you have black people, you have Asian people, like. Like everybody is a part of this world or this mythos of Sonic that any age, sex, gender, whatever you are, if you go to watch Sonic, I think they do a great job helping everybody feel included in that film. Most definitely. Like there's a lot of minorities that are, you know, prevailing in roles and it's 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 beautiful. The CGI is not choppy. Like you remember how Sonic looked the first time they pre like displayed it? It looked like a trailer. like trailer. a weird rat. Like it wasn't. It was. It looked nice. It looked really clean and smooth, and it stuck true to the actual game. And there's a lot of Easter eggs in it. A lot of Easter eggs. Yeah. A lot, a lot of, Easter of Easter eggs. And Jim Carrey did a really good job playing yeah. that villain, bro. Really good job. Like for real. I don't even like Jim Carrey, and I loved Jim Carrey. Oh, we've had this conversation on the way to Indianapolis. How do you not love Jim Carrey? Everybody loves Jim Carrey. I feel like we talked about this here. stuff there. I think he's cool. Everybody, what is wrong with y'all? I don't love him. Everybody like loves him. Actor and you like him in films. Because he 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 is he's a Darren. You're gonna hate that I'm bringing this back up. He's like um, uh, Robin Williams. When he's on the screen, he takes. When he's on the screen, he's in the scene. He takes over the scene. Every single. You say time. you don't love him, or you do love him. I, I like him as I like him. I he's a I like him as an actor. I like him when he's in good roles that fit fit what he does. 
See, and that's the thing I don't like about Jim uh, Jim Carrey all that. Like when Jim Carrey's playing a character, it, he's Jim Carrey in every role. Like if it's not a role for Jim Carrey, it's just Jim Carrey. Yeah, and he does that for a lot of roles. Like for example, the best example I can say is when he played the Riddler in the Batman movie in the '90s. I think Batman. I forget which one it was, but he wasn't the Riddler. He was Jim Carrey. Exactly. I just I, look y'all wrong y'all crazy y'all wrong. I I feel the same way about Jason Jason's the same person in every movie. No, I disagree once again. Can you, Rob, he, can you name a movie where he wasn't being Jim Carrey in a movie? No, I'm talking about the Riddler point because the Riddler. If you look at the Riddler in the Adam West, he did damn near a much more animated version. Like the dude was already animated, he just Jim Carried it. Exactly, Jim carried it. the The fact that you made that a verb is all that you have to say. That's the, that's the point. I think yeah, LA's right. You made your you made an argument against yourself. No, I'm not trying to say that he's not Jim Carrey in those movies. I'm trying to say y'all y'all say y'all like the movies. LA said he don't you don't like him because he's Jim Carrey. He's not acting. That's what you're saying. I, essentially, I say it's because he's the same role in every movie. I don't love. As an actor, I think Jim Carrey can do well in movies. Yes, I respect him and his his craft. But am I going to watch every Jim Carrey movie because Jim Carrey's in it? No. I just feel like '90s Jim Carrey was like prime, not prime Jim Carrey, but like, how can you not like The Mask, Ace Ventura, movies, movies like that from that? Club? I've seen every one of them, and, and I liked right. every one of them, right. but not because Jim Carrey was in it. But those are his. Like, Why did you like them? Uh, that's what I guess I'm confused on. How could you? How, what did you like those movies for? I liked them because I was a kid, and they were just random things happening on the screen, and people were laughing, and he was doing funny faces. That I liked it as a as a child because of those exact things. Like even if if I were watching them now, the nostalgia factor, yes, I enjoyed the movie. But I don't. I don't like even even people are gonna hate the fact that I fucking say this. Robin Williams isn't—he's not all that for me. I'm sorry. Love, love him as an actor. So, Rest in peace. This is why I want to disagree with uh, L.A. I, I, I love Robin but I think I don't Robin know. Williams is a phenomenal actor. He's just ball dominant he, as fuck. That's fine. I, I there's just so many times I can see the <laughs> and the holes and like I'm, I don't know. It's just not for me. It's just. I will LA, say... I'm gonna put it like this: when, we, when we, me and Darren always talk about ball dominant players, and when I say screen dominant actors, I see Robin Williams and Jim Carrey. I look at Jim Carrey like Russell Westbrook, and you, I look. But at you're not Robin you're Williams not addressing what LA saying though. But you're not addressing what LA saying. LA, you trying to say Robin Williams playing similar roles, or he played similar roles? He didn't though. Yeah, he played dramatic roles. He played all. He played comedy roles. He played a lot of different roles. Wide range. You're right. Yeah, you're you're absolutely. I can see right. what you're saying too. By the same time, you see the flubber and all of that acts. I get it, but I'm just saying there was plenty of roles where he was a dramatic actor. And and at the, I'm just saying when he has those those roles, it's not for me. I I also said I love Carrie. Also said Mrs. Doubtfire's top top five for me. I enjoy him as an actor or whatever. 
But I think two weeks ago we said acting, actor, and comedian is not the same thing, right? So wait, are you, I guess that's the question then. Are you saying you enjoy Robin Williams' comedic movies more? I said I enjoy him as an actor, as okay. what he does, but like it, it just don't hit for me sometimes. I got you. Like when we, for example, we're watching Sonic, and you know he was doing what he was doing. Like Jim Carrey was funny to me. Like you heard me cackling in that bitch. <laughs> and yo, LA was the most like this dude was like hilarious. There was like these two kids in the back that was asking questions for the first, and then they heard LA laughing. When they when these kids heard LA laughing at the very beginning of this movie, they stopped asking their dad all the questions. <laughs> <laughs> they just sat there and just enjoyed the movie while LA was laughing elsewhere. Well, there are so many parts. I'm I'm gonna give a ruiner, and y'all, I'm gonna be that person. But- Spoiler alert. They was they was doing yes, spoiler alert. We they was doing the the, the fist bump. <laughs> and I started dying for no reason. Like I just assumed some shit was gonna happen. Shit didn't happen, and I started laughing more. And I heard the little kids like, why is he laughing? <laughs> and the dad's like, mm. The dad's like, oh, probably because of blah, blah, blah. And he explained it perfectly right. I'm like, this dude's in my fucking head. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at I was like, you, you got it. You know what's happening. You a cool dad. That's funny, man. That is funny. That movie was great, though. I will say that. And I recommend it to anybody who's ever played Sonic or, you know, if you got kids and you want to go see it, blame it on your kids. Tell them they want to see it. Yeah. Honestly, even if you just played Sonic, you're gonna love this. You're gonna love it. The movies, both of them, honestly. I but I will say, cry. see the first one before you see the second one. Yeah, that's what I will say. Darren was on the fence and Todd showed him the first one. He was like, "All right, all right." The first one was really good. Like it's 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 really good. It, it had me ready to see the second. One. It was like it was ready. Good. And the second one got me ready to see nothing. Don't ruin it, Darren. See it again. I want to see the second one again. I really do. Are they going to have Shadow in the third one? I ain't say shit. I I haven't seen any clues. It's a hard guess. Let's go ahead and go into the topics today. I'm saying, you can come to that conclusion. If you introduce Knuckles in the second movie, I can come to the educated conclusion. They want to do Shadow in the third movie. If they make a third movie and there's Shadow in there, I'm coming for you. Because I walked out before the previews. I don't know what's in there. Wait, I'm telling you right now, Rob, on this recorded line, I'm coming for you. I haven't seen any All of the movies. You haven't seen All any of the movies? No. You just remember the games from 20 years ago vividly? Not vividly, but Sonic was a big deal in like elementary school. So, so who's after them? Who's after Shadow then? Uh, I don't, I don't know that dude. You just, you just know those three. I know Sonic. I know Knuckles because Knuckles is always the cool one. I know Tails. I know there's a pink one, and I know the Shadow is the cool opposite of Sonic. If you know, I, I watched the show a little bit. I watched like probably like five episodes of the TV show. You know what the blue ones are then? Sonic. Not Sonic. The other blue ones. No. You know the pink one is though, but you don't know what the little blue ones are. No, I don't know what the little blue ones are. That's fine. Movie four will be lit for you. <laughs> movie four. <laughs> <laughs> movie one, two, three will be lit too. 
Uh, let's go ahead and get to the topics, though. We ain't, we ain't addressed none of them yet. All right. So the first topic of the day is um, we're going to take a look inside the BLM reportedly $6 million mansion. So first of all, before we take a look inside of this. Do I need to put my glasses on for this? Does this say Black Lives Matter $6 million? Yeah, yeah. The Black Lives Matter organization allegedly. The people who are saying Black Lives Matter and, and telling us that white people are the devil. And we need to donate money to them so Black Lives Can Matter. They bought this. Yes. Okay. All right. So let's uh, let's go over here. Let's check this out. Here's a look into the six million dollar mansion, Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation, reportedly bought with donated funds. Yeah. Right there. It reminds me of the shower from Are we going to point out that all the walls are white, none of them are black? <laughs> That's funny. I'm getting that But okay. <laughs> oh, wow. Are all black people allowed in this mansion whenever they want? I would assume so, right? For recipients of the Black Joy Creators Fellowship. Okay. Okay. So they can do recordings and so it's a it's a creative space that they're going to allow people to use. They could have bought something cheaper for that shit. I'm I'm look, nah dog, nah, hell nah. You're not about to get me with this. You could have bought something a lot cheaper than that for creative space. A previous version of this story said that the Los Angeles property owned by Black Lives Matter had been bought by real estate developer, blah blah blah. The post since learned the public records it consulted listed a sale price incorrectly. Further research found that other records showed the real estate developer bought it for the same amount that he transferred it to Black Lives Matter. Huh. So he didn't make a profit? Is that what you're trying to say? The swanky. So I don't know if it was bought and given. What What does this mean? I'm not sure. We're going to have to dig into this a little bit more. No, this is an L.A. home. It also has a custom-made wrought iron staircase, marble-lined bathrooms, three fireplaces, including one imported from Italy, uh, recessed lighting fixtures, digital cameras, and thermostats, as well as Mm. a private yard and an elaborated playset and chicken coop. Mm. So they bought it through a shell company. The stunning mansion was go up, 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 up. Not bad. The stunning mansion was secretly bought by a shell company in October 2020, connected to the embodied, embattled Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation, which used part of its $90 million donation windfall to purchase the property as a campus for the organization. So it's a campus for Black Lives Matter to to do things in and and strategize marks. well i mean if it's bought by a shell company you know there's only so much you can say after that right yeah what the fuck dog 90 million dollars that's how much they've been given right Hmm. what huh i don't get it i just don't get it 
That's a lot of money. Go down a little bit. I want to see that bottom paragraph. Uh, just before closing day, Bowles posted a video on his Twitter in which he spoke about being passionate about Black Lives Matter and how he was trying to convince more conservative members of his church to embrace the civil rights cause. The black community has been mistreated, says Bold, the author of the book Translating God and God's Secrets in the 19-minute YouTube video. Huh. So there's an evangelist of some sort, maybe a pastor. Hmm. I don't know. I've got a lot of questions. I don't think I can get jiggy with this. I really just don't think I can get jiggy with this. So they're they're drinking and eating brunch foods, and the leaders were making one year anniversary of George Floyd's murder. Oh, we're marking. Okay, they were okay. Go down. I, I'm sure there's another side to all of this. Dog, uh, I just don't know at this point. I don't know. So they acquired the space to further the mission. Hmm. You know what? Everybody from Black Lives Matter, everybody that have protested from Black Lives Matter, you are invited to the Studio City Mansion. <laughs> Go ahead and knock on the door. I think this is for the executive of Black Lives Matter. I don't think the peons. Would yeah, it sounds like a place you have like meetings at or something, host party. I think this is there. Yeah, for the, are we supporting this? I'm not. No, I'm, no, not I'm just trying to understand what it is at the moment. It looks not like this is there. You would invite the governor of your state to this place yeah, for a Black Lives Matter. We'll just try to like make sense of it. That's what I'm trying to do. I like the idea on paper. I don't like how they went about it. It seems shady. It seems underhanded. If it was a thing that was going to be done, I feel like it should have been upright, upfront. The people of the organization should have been given the option to vote for which buildings or lands to be got, uh, purchased. Perhaps maybe somewhere cheaper, maybe in Ohio. Maybe you could have gotten a whole lot more room areas, maybe build orphanages, schools. Maybe yeah, that money. They got could a chicken coop in that bitch. I don't know if they can build a chicken coop out here. Probably can. It's fucking Ohio. We got nothing but corn. Why not? I'm Why? very much against this. I, I don't want to let that coop. be known. That's my favorite part about it, though. The chicken coop. Yeah, I I'm mean, very much against this. There's no favorite part about this shit. Damn, you wouldn't I, want to own your own chicken farm, like freshly owned. You talking about chicken, bro? I'm not talking about chicken. I'm talking about this. Yeah. This whole mansion. This is not good. This is now, not. Right. Do they have a chef there? Because if they have a chef, and fresh chicken sound like a good option. God, oh. is too caught up on this chicken and this chicken coop. I'm a vegetarian. What the? Why would I care about chicken coop? Some bitches ain't doing nothing but making noises to me. You told me once. If the chicken is farm-raised and you get to see that bitch, you will eat the chicken. That's what you told me. And that bitch is backyard farm-raised. So I want to see this chicken. Farm. We're going, where is this at, L.A.? We're going to L.A. We're getting there some fresh fucking chicken for Black Lives Matter. You think they got security yet? No, I don't think they got that. I'm going to be the, the biggest chicken. Next time they'll invite us to vote on some shit. What, why are they hiding the chicken from? Why they got chicken they hiding? I, I'm just not. I'm not supporting it. I think Rob's asking the right questions. These are all the wrong questions. Sell the mansion. 
No, don't sell it unless you make a profit. I was also thinking about this. What if this is just like a an investment for the money to put the money someplace? Hopefully the value goes up, then resell. Y'all got ninety one million, Rob. What are you talking about? Yeah, that, that doesn't mean I, what is, that doesn't mean they can't get into real estate. What the fuck? I think if they wanted to get into real estate, should, should they a uh, commercial building that can be repurposed what, in multiple what did ways. Say, buy the block. Exactly. Not don't buy a five million dollar section of the cake. What's if, buy the good, whole block. what's if it's a good place for their portfolio to build up the portfolio? Yo, I'm against Black Lives Matter Devil organization. Devil. I just want to let this be known. I'm cool with the, the the cause, but nah, not the organization. You got me fucked up. I think there just needs to be some reassessments, some realigning of goals, maybe. I don't think this one was wait, the best. Wait, so move. what are the goals? So Their what? goals were fucked up. They were fucked up. I can't lie. Some of them was legitimately like too much. Give me one example. Um, They wanted like Something, something for all black people. I forgot. I forgot. Go ahead. You, Rob, that first link probably would have took you there. I, I I only use Google. I'm sorry. That is wild. I mean, if if you can give me an example, we can go through it. But I think what all right, here we go. I hope yeah. what they were going for. I'm not going off of that. Okay. They they spoke legitimate goals. I'm not going off what Wikipedia says. The Black Lives Matter. You got banned. You got banned, Rob. That's from BlackLivesMatter.com. You got banned. They heard you talking shit. They heard you talking shit about they chicken. We are checking your browser. What the fuck? Click on the I'll play. Nah, bro. Then we. I ain't going back. Open that one. Click that one. Hey, bro. You want me to click it? Do you want me to click it? (laughs) I'm telling you, black people, the feds now look like. I don't like that. He said black people with a face. I, I got a good internet. You want me to click it? I clicked it. You ready? Yeah. Oh, shit. Which one's my screen? Do I got anything inappropriate? No. Oh, nothing inappropriate. How do I do this? What are you trying to do? Share my screen. Uh, you see in the bottom left-hand corner? I think I did it. Yeah, we see. So what am I going for here? Looking for action. Uh, I see shop. What's their goals? And if they don't have goals on here, I'm gonna be very upset. Do they acquittal Trayvon Martin's murderer? Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation Inc. is a global organization in the U.S., U.K., and Canada whose mission is to eradicate white supremacy and build local power to intervene in violence inflicted on black communities, the state, and vigilantes. I think this is their mission statement. I'm going to find out what I was looking for at some point. What do you want to find? They had a legit, like, we want this, 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 this done. And I can't remember Exactly what was on that list, but I remember seeing at least two or three things where I was like, "Yeah, that's." that's they that's had a free Twenty One Savage movement. Yes, hundred percent. Which why, is cool. why are you against that? What I wasn't against that. I was so not you, against that. So then you like what they do? I I like what they do. I don't I don't like them buying the house. 
I don't like I don't like them. Our own survival so we can thrive. Since the beginning of the pandemic, the government has not done it for black people, leaving too many in survival mode. Before COVID-19, there was already a racial wealth, wealth gap, and the pandemic has exacerbated it. So they had a little, they had a little fun for everybody. So you could apply for a fund. Maybe that's what the $90 million is as well, Darren. Mm-hmm. Give me the house. What? Give me the numbers on that. How many? How much money did they actually send out to people? Uh, I don't know, but they are providing direct support to nearly 3,000 black people and their families. Oh, uh, they will be closing applications till further enormous. The enormous response has highlighted how severe the economic crisis still is for millions of black people across the country and how much more needs to be done. Ooh. They closed it. Uh like to give a shout out to first time chatters, Soggy Bumboy. How you doing? Keep going. This is wild. I don't no. know. I just I, I don't know. I just can't support this. I can't support it. Hey, well, Soggy the free Bumboy, How do you feel about Black Lives Matter? Give us your opinion. Uh we were just talking about them uh buying a six million dollar mansion. <laughs> What's your opinion on that? Look, all I'm saying is $91 million is a lot of money. And it's cool if they are helping people out with it, but not if you're helping yourself out that much. Buying mm-hmm. a mansion like that for founder, that's a lot. I'm guarantee you those three people aren't staying there all the time. I mean, I think it's more they what they thought of it as like like Rob was saying as an investment move, and you know a corporate headquarters. I guess that makes sense. But I think it was Airbnb. I mean, that makes sense. Your corporate headquarters is not a mansion. You got like you say, you can get a commercial building. You can go somewhere else if you really want to do this and be respectable. Why are you going to LA and doing it? Where's Where's Chocolate City right now? You can go to D.C. You can go to Atlanta. Go to where black people are. Uh, a lot of them Columbus, dumb expensive, L.A. is got to be more expensive than Atlanta. And if it's not, they're right here with each other. They're right know. here. I know D.C. My house in D.C. would be like $2 million, big dog. Let me tell you right now. That was a $6 million house right there. I'm not, I'm not saying that what they did was smart. I think they need to realign their priorities. But I can see what they were trying to go for. All I'm saying is I will not be donating my money. I've donated a dime. Don't yeah. <laughs> my money going to Shabazz? No, not happening. My money is here in my pocket, barely in the hands of JP Morgan. All right. So uh let's talk about let's uh go to our next topic. Let's talk a little bit about Joe Biden. Um, we got this article here that states three ways Biden is budgeting for a better support to student loan borrowers without the debt forgiveness he pledged. Let me drink my drink because I'm going to be upset for a minute. I need to pour a drink for this. All right, go ahead and scroll down past this quick now. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Here are the three ways the department proposed helping student loan borrowers. 
the people who borrowed millions of dollars to go to school and help improve this country because we were lied to about how student loans work and how compound interest works and just, you know, go to school, go to school, go to school, take out the loans. You know, when I was in uh, school, I don't remember her name, but we had that counselor and that woman told me, and I quote, uh, it don't matter what school you want to go to. You can just take a loan out. It'll be fine. You'll make enough money to pay it back once you get your degree. I remember hearing this shit for years, multiple years. And yes, they're right. You know, if you get a top tier job and, you know, you go work for the 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 great companies of the world. Yes, you can make two hundred thousand dollars a year and pay back your student loan. You know, that is true. But I feel like that only happens to like the one percent. Right. But for everybody else, the 99% of us, here's what the department proposed helping student loan borrowers. One, improving customer support for student loan companies, ensuring that borrowers who must switch student loan companies because of servicing servicers shutting down have successful transitions and more stable long-term contracts. Because you know what was happening, the random Sally Mae companies out here were closing and being bought out by different companies. And when you call Sally Mae, they're like, yo, we don't exist no more. So you think your student loan is just gone until you get this call from NetJets. And they're like, yo, we bought you all out 10 years ago and you owe us this much in interest. We couldn't find you. Sorry. So that's the current problem. So number, that's going to solve number two. Not, not to cut you off, but I have some questions because I don't, I don't have any student loans. Oh, um, we'll get you to your question. What'd you say? We'll get to those. Okay. We only have one more left. And number three, add and working with Congress on changing changes to the Higher Education Act that the that ease the burden of student debt, including through including through improvements to the income driven repayment and public service loan forgiveness programs. So your income-driven repayment plans are where you go to them and you hey, man, look at my taxes last year. I only made X amount of dollars. I can't afford to pay all these student loans back. And they'll say, cool, pay 50 bucks back for the next three years. And then you have to pay it back in full, regardless of your income, or you have to refile that income-driven repayment. Your public service loan forgiveness program means if you work for the public sector, I don't know, teacher, firefighter, whatever have you, for I think it's 10 or 15 years, your loans covered. But those people don't make over 40 grand. So I don't think most people really want to do that. And who wants to be a fucking teacher? Who, for real, for real, those people do way too much and don't get paid shit. I want to be a teacher, so fuck that. But that's what my guy is trying to do instead of just saying, you know, let's clear it. Let's, everybody went through the last two years of trash Let's just clear it. Let's get my approval ratings. Nope. He don't even got to clear all of the student debt. Just decide to take a percentage off of everybody's shit. You know how geek everybody would be? You said what? 20 grand and I'll be cool. That'll be great. I'll pay everything back if you take 20 grand away. (laughs) You take away 20 grand, you take away 20%. You take away a percentage. I'm cool with it. Because at least I know you're trying. I understand it's not easy to being a president and trying to make real change like right. that, but anything helps. And I'm gonna be honest with you, none of that shit really just helps that you just read. To be honest, and, you know, he gave us an extra year or two on the probationary period where it's interest free till like I think next month. It's interest free till next month, 
and payments start again. He can postpone it another year if he wanted. It got pushed back to August. It got pushed back to August again? Yeah. yeah. So we got all this pushing back we doing. We're not paying it anyway. You might as well clear that shit. <laughs> exactly. There's no interest being gained on it, so ain't nobody making more money off of it. I can tell you that. You know? Hey, that's I, what I feel. But Rob, what, what were your questions? I can try my answer them. Um, so let's hopefully I can remember this. Um it was about that uh them not being able to find you when they transfer the uh when the company buys them out. So yeah. back to your to your original uh example, uh Sally Mail got bought out by Jet Jet whatever. Yeah, just a random they company. Find you. Yeah. What, so Sally May wouldn't tell you where who they got bought out by, so you know. Okay, so it was a bit of an extreme example. So let's say I don't know, Company A was original loan servicer. You borrowed ten grand from them, right? And your your original contract was ten grand at five percent. And you graduated in two thousand fifteen. It's two thousand twenty. You know you're supposed to pay this out till two thousand twenty five. 2020 comes along, uh, you make a payment uh, like you normally do. Uh, you make your uh, automatic withdrawal. The, the automatic withdrawals come out every month like they normally do. And then one month you're looking at your statements and you're like, damn, my, I have a lot more money in here than I thought. Oh, my student loan stopped coming out. So you go to South Company X's website. You find out, oh, we we're bought out by Company Y. You need to go to company Y and set up this, that, and the third. So you go to company Y, you set it all up. And once you log in, you find out you haven't made a student loan payment in three months. Now your credit got hit and you owe XYZ and incurred fees or whatever what you have because you have not been making your student loan payment. And if you call company Y, because everybody from company X has been shifted to company Y, everybody from company A, B, and C have been shifted to company Y, and the same amount of motherfucking people still work at company Y, you're on the phone for three hours just waiting to figure out what happened. So that's what uh, point one and two are going to be for. Gotcha. Okay, that actually explains a lot. Um, it makes it makes sense. He's trying to help. And it's going to take time to get us on track. But I feel like the much more productive, much because if you, if you clear up $20,000 from someone's debt, your 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 debt to income is just increased by twenty thousand dollars. You can immediately get approved for a new credit card. That house you've been saving up for, you now have twenty thousand dollars of credit that you can put down on that house. Like it's going to get reinvested in the economy. It's not same going thing to work. cars. Same thing if you decide to take that money and put it into the stock market. Everything. Oh, there's yeah. multiple ways you can help out this next generation. Start more business. You can go buy that camera you wanted, go buy the, uh, rent out that studio space you wanted. When you're not using that studio space, use an Airbnb just from $20,000, bro. Like, I'm just saying, there's a lot that can be done, but. That's not now one person, that's multiple, gener like a generation of people, of college goers. God forbid, you know, we all get that leeway and we put all our money together and now we got 100 bands. Dangerous now. Oh, that's a real business. That's a real business. And that's where we're at. But this, if he doesn't get reelected, if Joe Biden doesn't get reelected, this is going to be a big talking point. Because 
as much as you try and you're trying with student loan forgiveness, you ran on the fact that you was going to clear up that shit. And the second you got in the office within like the first three months, oh, I never said that. And that's the thing, bro. We're, people aren't stupid. People aren't stupid. We heard what we heard. <laughs> you feel me? And even if we are stupid, if we didn't, we heard it incorrectly. You're a politician. You put the words out there in a way that we heard it, that it was going to be cleared up in some form. And guess what, Derek? Joe Biden doesn't give a damn. The Democrats no, no. got office. Oh. No. No, he will. He will. He will. If he's not reelected, he's not going he's for reelection. He's not going for reelection. They're definitely going to have to push someone else. The only way I can see the Dems coming out of this is they let Valdez go for president. Who? AOC. Oh, AOC. I, you like AOC? I always call her Valdez. I'm fucked up for that. That's Angela Valdez from Power. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I was like, what? I always call her Valdez. I don't know why. She she got um she got some time before she she got like three years before she's yeah that, that's what I'm saying that's the only way the Dems are gonna make it if she get in there. Um, but, you think she waits till she's like forty though? I think you can go till you're thirty five, right? Yeah, 35. but you think she waits because uh, doesn't she have like a lot of stuff that she wants to do in New York still? I mean, yeah, but I feel like if she goes the first round, even if she doesn't win, make enough ripples that the second time she goes is definite. I gotta look up more of her talking point. Only thing I know is tax through. I mean, she's she's wild. Like on Instagram, not Instagram, but like there's a Reddit of her and people go bananas on her boyfriend. Apparently, her they make fun of her boyfriend all the time. It's funny to me. They'd be like, "Look how he drinks his water." I'm like, "Why are people making fun of water drinking?" <laughs> but I'll be there. It's funny to me. Man, white dude? Yeah. Oh, is that why? People just like to hate, man. Why are you on Bing? I thought you only used Google. Dude, that's what I'm saying. My, uh, I was want to ask you if you could help me. My my computer changed its browser settings, so my default browser is Bing now, and I can't click change the, it back. Click the top three. So I did this. So if I go to settings and I go to default browser over here, I definitely feel like this is Google. something that we should do after the podcast. Alright. You see what I'm saying? It's weird, right? I don't think that's how you do it, though. How do you do it, though? Yo. I'll show you after the podcast. Alright. Exactly. How much more time you got? Uh, We got 15 minutes. Alright, what's the last topic? Are we done with this one? But real quick, instead of pressing default browser, you would just click a search engine and you can change it. Do y'all really think there's going to be a president that does something for student loan forgiveness? Go to manage search engine and search site. Yeah, you see where it says, oh. Huh. I'm saying it's I, don't weird. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. At the uh, go down where it says Google, it says Bing.com. Yeah, remove that. Whatever those are, just remove all those. Yeah. Right. I don't know so, I mean. With but, that being said, <laughs> <laughs> that there's anybody, any president that will do anything about student loan forgiveness. I don't think any one of the president candidates that are over any, if you don't have student loans as a president, you just don't understand 
I feel like that's the problem. Like the the youngest president we had was that Obama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he wasn't touching that shit with a pole, bro. Like he was like, nah. <laughs> This one's not for me. I can't blame him. He had too much shit on his plate already. Yeah, he had enough shit to do already. Yeah, I don't blame him for that. But hopefully, more than anything, we get a, a younger president than the last two I that we had. Somebody fucking eighty years old. Somebody who I don't have to Google every day and be like, they still alive? <laughs> Yo, what they say this time? <laughs> no, nah, I agree with you on that one, though. But no, nah, I just I don't want old. I just feel like a young person should be leading the country. A younger person should be leading the country than eighty. And not even I not 80. I'm not even saying like I just I can I can deal with like a fifty year old, a forty year old. That's maybe younger. Even, maybe even a sixty year old. But That's younger. 70, 80, nah, I'm cool on that. Everybody's cool on it. We need the we need an honest a cutoff date. Like a cutoff age for president. You can't be president until you're thirty five. They need to do the same thing for a cutoff, like a cutoff. Seventy, at seventy, you cut off. If you, even if you're gonna be seventy in the in the term in the in the four years, you need to. Nah, you can't do this, bro. <laughs> this ain't it, chief. <laughs> do we have any more topics? Um, Germany conducts nation. I think we did that. We did that one already, actually. Um, oh, I want you guys to watch this. Um. Liberals look at the people in He does this When liberals look at the people in ghettos They say, ah, racism That's why they're not succeeding And Sowell is saying, no it's not Because if you look at this group from the West Indies They also came from the experience of slavery There was slavery in the West Indies They are also black, so they also face racism And yet they do well So it has to be something else And that other thing is the fact that these black people who are in the South, there's always been a big question, were black people robbed of their culture or did they preserve their authentic African culture? And what Seoul is saying is that they were robbed of their culture and so they picked up the culture of the people around them and the people around them were rednecks. And if you look at the white redneck culture and the black redneck culture, they have a lot of the same values. They don't particularly respect education. They love Jesus. They use violence in their conflicts, and even Ebonics, which is, you know, black English, is actually all from the west of England. So it's actually this... What? It's from the west of England. When liberals look at the people in... What crack is this man smoking? Uh, do you know who, uh, Soul? My is? topic for the night is culture. Do you know who this guy is? I, no, 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 no. I want to know... Ebonic is Ebonics is the language of blacks. Is that what he said to, to just now? No, he said mm -hmm. Ebonics is what, aka Black English, came from the from um, West England. He said, aka Black English. Yes, that's what he said. Huh? I didn't know there was a Black English. That's it actually why. does say that. I just looked it up on Google. American Black English regarded as a language in its own right, rather than. As a dialect of standard English, because white people don't talk like that, and that's called ebonic. Yeah, that's yeah. That's, that's the thing. What? Uh, what? Been to, what, uh, what phrase no, is ebonic? What phrase comes from ebonics? Could you give me? A 
I don't. I don't think it's a phrase. I think it's just a way of. Speaking. No, he's talking about in the language, bro. Oh. Is there a phrase that you can give me an example? Like, if you want an example of Spanish, I'll say "Como se dice, señor." What would be any an example of ebonics? I I I just I don't got this answer. I'm gonna be honest with you. Rob, you the one who showed us the clip. I'm waiting for you to show the answer. My bad. I was uh, writing down timestamps. Um. Uh, give me a second. Let me let me type. Something. Oh, get the fuck out of here. What? I look is literally the next thing that's on Google. What are some examples of ebonics? She been had that handmade dress. What? She been had that handmade dress. Ben is spelled B-I-N. That is D-A-T. Handmade is spelled H-A-N slash made. Not so, handmade, handmade. Are they speaking, are they Are they telling me that Ebonics is the broken English that slaves who are uneducated spoke? Essentially, no. that's what it sounds like. That's exactly what that sounds like. And that's black English? And I guess, well, his argument it. was that didn't even come from black people. It came from West England. Yeah, black people didn't speak English, so that makes perfect fucking sense. Of course, it ain't coming from any. I'm still stuck on this ebonic shit being black English. I don't give a fuck where it came from because black people never. No, that's fine. That's fine. What's, wait, what's your problem with it, real quick? Where, where? Th there's no white English. What? 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 A fucking ain't. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is black English? You know what white English is? Hey, Bo, go get that. <laughs> Let me stop, bro. Let me stop. Any anything that is ebonics to hey, me. That's right. Next time you do some shit like that, bro, let me know so I can uh, do a full screw on you. That's some funny ass shit. That's just nah, bro. That's just country. It's just country talk, bro. You, 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 know, way, how, um, you know how foghorn leghorn speak? Yeah, that's ebonic. That, that would be just down south slurs and 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 mispronunciations and you know that twang. That makes sense to me, but you can't tell me that's black English. I agree with you, but we make up shit all the time in this country. They make yeah. that shit up. Yeah, and we have American English, and that's why they call it the Queen's English, because the way we speak, we sound like the down south people to them. So oh, that's fine. But black English? There's a lot of white people speaking black English. I think that's what you're getting hung up on. I just don't understand why Ebonics is a... They, and they completely... They, they clearly... They clearly defined it as it's it, in its own right. What does it say? American Black English regarded as a language in its own right rather than a dialect of standard English. So this isn't even standard English. It's just a completely different dialect that they're placing upon black people. Yo, they have a chart. And this shit's in Japanese. Chinese? Oh, he is going. He's disrespectful. going. Oh, this is disrespectful. Oh, this is Ellie, I'm starting to see what you're saying now. I'm starting Jerry to see. What you're saying. He got what I said. This is This is fucked up. Black English? This is fucked up. There's most of Americans speak this shit. 
Like you can go out and speak to pretty much almost everybody speaks somewhat but, like this. But this wouldn't that, wouldn't that argument be that they they speak like this because the cool black people they see on TV speak like this? No, I'm not making that argument right now. I'm saying because people are lazy and they don't want to put emphasis on words and speak shit correctly. That's what I think. He I lives like, in New York. He lives in New York. That's what a lot of people would say. He lives in New York. He lives in New York, Darren. What? He lives in New <laughs> yeah, York. Yeah, a lot of people don't talk like that, Darren. I'm gonna be honest with a you. A lot of people like do talk like that, y'all. He lives in New York. He lives in New York. I mean, there's people I don't put that much. He lived like like if I ask you right now, where does Jay Z live, or where do you think Jay Z lives? He lives out there in California, somewhere. That's how people talk. I, I, I don't Aaron, understand I it. For you. I have a question for you. When I let's go to, to the next one. No, let's well, go to I, this one real quick. No, seriously, I have a question real, for you. Real quick, real quick. I will go home. All right, y'all, I'm going to go home. What is, like, that is exactly how anybody speaks. Like, all right, y'all, I'm out. They're not saying, all right, I'm, I'm okay, y'all, I'm about to head out this door and go home. They're not, nobody's speaking like that. What's what your you question? Mean? What's your question? When I leave Rob's house on the side, I say, all right, y'all, I'm about to go home. All right. When you first got to, oh. um, did they, did anybody ever tell you that you speak super proper, that you speak really properly? No, they say I speak white. What does that mean? It's stupid. I'm just letting you know that's what that's what they said. Me. So, and it's not because you speak English. But my, my point, my, I think my point is, black people look at it like that too. So black people, and y'all got to remember, I'm not black. I'm African. So yeah, me hearing this shit is wild. <laughs> We had another one of these moments this past weekend that we got to end the podcast on. I what? I want. I want, us got to do it. Like you never had a, you never had a black person come up to you and say you speak very you know white. You speak proper. You speak like you're not from here. I've had a white lady tell me you speak very proper, and I almost slapped her in her mouth right yep. then and there. But yep. my mother, my mother did it instead. Wait, she what? I love she slapped her in the face. What? Well, oh, I gotta hear this story. Keep going. Uh, Bro. Go ahead. Well, we were. I think it was. It was either ninth grade or eighth grade. I can't remember where it was, but I know I was in Ohio. I can't remember where it was, but they tried to put me inside of the ESL class. They told me that I I, I wasn't up to par to speak English. And I was like, that's wild. I've never been given a test. No one ever asked me no questions. I do all my homework. Like, just because I don't talk to y'all white folk don't mean I don't I don't know how to speak. What? So they tried to put me in there and I took the test and everything. This woman told me, oh, you speak very proper. You're very intelligent, aren't you? I looked at her. I was like, what? My mom got up there and slapped the white out this woman. She probably an Asian woman now somewhere. <laughs> I, I don't understand it. Like this, this is baffling to me. And this, and this is the shit I be trying to tell y'all about. That this, this generational racism, this, this, this accepted uh, oppression y'all y'all been going through. This is wild. We don't accept this shit, LA. Like me and Rob, you, speak. you just said this how everybody speak. You already accepted it. You want me to change how people talk? I'm not saying you have to change how people speak. I'm saying this is how everybody's saying this is how everyone speaks. This is what you do when you cool. Like that's that generational shit. I'm no, tell you. 
It's not. It's not about being cool or anything like that. It's just the they don't. They, they weren't taught how to speak proper. This is how they were taught how to speak. I don't That's how they were taught. That's how their parents talked to them when they. It's not kids, right. It's just, just ignorance, back bro. Like that. So and they had their friends school. talked around them. It's just wait. wait. I, was, I was school in America. I have friends in America who talk like however they want to talk, and I didn't. What? Yeah, but my mom would pop me in my mouth if I said some if I said something improperly. She would immediately correct me, and if I do it again, I'll, I'll get popped in my mouth. I talk. My parents, we call this shit slang. I teach my mom American slang is what we called it. I will teach her some. I, I know these phrases like, "Oh uh, yeah, uh, we 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 finna go to the next store or whatever the fuck it is." I know these phrases, but that's that to me was just slang, like. That's what you said to your boys to, you know, like we were saying to sound hip, but like no one fucking talks this way. LA, there were certain people who talked to you like that, who actually <laughs> talked that way. I'm telling you. Hold <laughs> on, I got, I got one last story. I was in Baltimore and we was redoing a business license with my dad and we was at the Comptroller, bro. Went to the Comptroller of the United States of America in DC. Like this is where everybody go to get a business degree in the DMV or degree, business license. And we got there. My dad asked this nice African-American woman. <laughs> asked this nice African-American woman, where do I go to fill this form out? This lady said, you finna go upstairs, make a left, and then you're going to be right there. My dad looked at her and said, excuse me? <laughs> I will never forget this story. She did not miss a beat. She said, I say it. My dad's like, hold on, let me write this shit down, bro. <laughs> I thought you probably looked like like I was maybe like eight years old at the time. And like, you know, like my parents spoke French at home and shit. So like um, I still know English, but like I've never been exposed to slang at this point. So I'm like, what language was she speaking, Dad? My dad's like, she was trying to speak English, but he was, he was trying to speak English. <laughs> bro, that is wild. I feel sorry. Bro, I feel sorry for foreigners in general that come here. I told you the girl I was working with from Norway. She, There was a guy who came up to both of us, and I could hear every word he said, and she just stood there and was like, huh, maybe. And then just looked down at her phone, and then when he walked away, she was like, what, you, I mean, what, what, like, what was he trying to say? As well, I feel sorry for people. I understand why now a lot of Asian people when they come to America just be speaking wrong because they doing the black English because they they want to be cool. That's what it is. That's because when on I TV. go, yeah, when I you know when I go, I'm not trying to be racist, I'm not trying to be racist. I only interact with newly Asian people in Chinese restaurants and stuff like that, and they definitely they they definitely talk like this. And it makes sense. Like you said, that's what they see in movies. They probably practice with Netflix, and it makes sense. That's wild. It makes sense. One last thing before we get out of here, because I know we're about to get up out of here. Uh, Rod, let me ask you a question. What's up? Oh, God. You got a cousin. Oh, God. Your cousin, like, let's say your cousin that we did the podcast with. Shout out to him. Big let's say he. Let's say he has a baby, right? Okay. What is that baby to you? Uh, that'll be my nephew. Get out of here. Y'all can crazy. What are y'all talking about? This is your cousin. He's your little cousin. Rob 
it's culture that he'll speak this trash can English. You speak. Your little cousin, Rob. What are you talking about? You, bro? We had this whole argument, and Rob got or Darren got me so angry, I just stopped talking. Yeah, it really got to that point. We was really, we was really arguing about this. I, it don't make sense, bro. Like it's your little cousin, and we, what I came up with after looking it up on Google <laughs> is that it's your actual. What is it? Your something nephew. Your, your little nephew. Nephew, or oh, some shit like that. Quick. Some dumb shit, bro. Americans are lost. I'm, so I'm you're tired. saying? So if my dad I'm, had a cousin, you, Darren, you're saying that's my cousin as well? If yes, that's a hundred percent. You know what I mean? Older cousin. cousins I got. And LA is saying that I, I'm. I will be his. That will be my uncle. Yeah, that's what he's saying. Okay, I think LA might be wrong then. No, that's not what I was said. I said, if I have a cousin and my cousin has a child, that is my nephew. And that's what I said. So you're but, his and, uncle? I thought you what? would only be an uncle of your brother. What, what's the difference? What, what's the difference? What is the extreme difference between a cousin and a, a brother or sister? The difference? The parents? Yeah, okay. he didn't come out one at a time, one at a time, Rob. What's the difference? The parents are siblings. The parents are siblings. Yeah, that's the the parents are siblings. Parents okay, are siblings. So about the same dad. person. Yeah. So my mom and let's say my cousin's mom are, you know, sisters, right? So now we're cousins. Is it so far a stretch since we are blood related? Even maternally, we're blood fucking related. Like we probably only have two chromosomes difference. That that child that my cousin has is not my nephew. What? That's now your step cousin. I didn't say step cousin. What is it? I think personally, I agree with what Google said. I can't remember what they said, but it's your little cousin or your little nephew. You can't say that's or your. Yeah, that's my so, yeah, after after thinking about it, I think Darren might be technically right because I don't know how you can be an uncle to somebody that's not your siblings. It's your kids. little cousin. Now you can say Americans are lost, and I will absolutely accept that. The the, but, the the understanding of family in America is just so lost. So only the people from your mother and your like what? I have so many nephews and nieces, and I only have one blood related brother. I don't know how to tell you. Y'all must be sad. <laughs> no, nah, nah. We still spend time with everybody, but they just—that's just not my. That's not my mom. That's my, or that's not my. Uh, so, so what would you call? What would you call? Let's say your sister got married, and they had some kids, right? Mm-hmm. So those are your nephews and nieces. Yes. So now, he is your brother-in-law, right? Yep. So let's say they get divorced. If they got married. Yep. Let's say okay, they were married. Now they're divorced. What what are what are those children to you? They're still my little nieces and nephews. They're still your little nieces and nephews because they are your sister's children, right? Yes. Okay. So then if is that person still your brother in law? No, I don't know that nigga. That person's not related <laughs> to you anymore. No, so, he's not. So, okay. So that's that's the first example. Okay. So now, let's say your sister gets married to a dude. They don't have any biological kids, but dude had a kid before the marriage. What is that kid to you? That is nothing to me. No disrespect to that. Scenario. Wow. Do you hear this, Rob? Like, Americans are lost, bro. Like, <laughs> Not a damn thing to me. 
Now, well, a gift him a gift or something like that, him or her a gift. Yeah, I'm probably a so nice. He can't call you uncle. He can't call you uncle there. You can call me it, but we probably won't really stand by it. No, call that's me. fucking sick to me, there. That's like my brother. Like, let's say in that same scenario, my brother has kids. When we all meet up at Christmas, they call me uncle. He gonna probably call me uncle. My sister's kids is gonna call me uncle. Brother's kids call me uncle. So, so if you get in a relationship and you marry a girl with kids already, they not your kids. Are you asking, the podcast. Are you asking, the podcast before you say something you regret. <laughs> asking, wait, are you asking? No, what, let's end the podcast. No, nah, yeah, the the podcast. I'm gonna end the podcast so you answer that question. No, I, I don't know. <laughs> this is, this is a stick because, up. because am I adopting the kid? No, nah, you tell me. I'm you're saying marrying, you're, you're gonna be living in the same house together. Am I adopting the kid? It's up to you. That's you up tell to you. Me. Maybe. Am I? Day. Am I taking care of this kid? Yes, because he's gonna be. That's your wife. That is a hundred percent my son at that point. Your well, dad. That's not, is, that's not really. He's not related to you. Oh, that's my son. If I'm he's taking not, care of you, if I, the I, I money that LA. is in my pocket going to your bro, mouth, you, you, you are too loose with your morals, bro. You're too loose. <laughs> so Derek, you does it matter if the uh, does it matter LA? Does it matter if the dad is in, in the scenario or not? As the, as Darren. Darren, does it matter if the dad's in the scenario or not? Like they're like they're divorced, but he still has a well-paying job. He still goes over there every other weekend, but he just lives with his mom. Uh, are you asking? Is that still my son at that point? Yeah. Well, you could, would you still, still consider that your son? We should probably end the podcast. <laughs> I'm telling you, because you're being too loose with your let's shit. Let's stop this, bro. Look, let's stop this. Let's just know. Just know I'm telling you, family problem. is deeper than blood, bro. You gotta, you gotta. Everybody's your family. You gotta, you gotta really look at shit. I really let's, look at. Let's end the podcast. This ain't what, what do you think, Rob? What, what that? What? What do you think? I don't know. I live in that scenario, so I don't. I don't know. So I what do you step? Do you see your stepdad as your dad? Yeah, he claims me. I remember he he when we go out, he says, "Oh yeah, these are my two sons." So yeah. And you claim him as your dad? I would, yeah. Fair. And I still have my real dad. My real dad's been in my life the whole time. Fair. And my my yeah. real dad, my blood dad. So yeah. See, I grew up. You know what? Dad, that's all. You just got a bonus dad. I don't. I just think I don't. I don't. I just never looked at it that weird. But once again, bro, I my parents have I've been divorced like my whole life, so I think it's normal. So yeah. but think know. but think about it from my standpoint. My parents have been together from the eighties, like pretty much. Congratulations. Yeah, this is so to me, it's like all I know is a two parent household and those same two parents. That's all I know. Well, just so you know, you're in the what, like the 10 percentile, so good for you. That's wild. Oh, yeah. we gotta change that this generation, everybody. We're changing that this generation. And the way we speak, obviously, this ebonic shit gotta go. Or else I'm coming for y'all niggas. <laughs> Anybody that speaks like that, I'm just gonna slap you like his mom did. <laughs> no, I'm gonna just pistol whip him there. I'm gonna come at him with the <clears throat> For everybody wondering, it's not loaded. We this gun safety here. Yep, yep. All right, so thank you all again for listening to this episode of the Purple Pill Podcast. This is episode 65. Make sure you guys like and subscribe down below and check us out on our, our social medias, which you can find in the description below. Uh, peace out. See you guys next week. 
uh, I had a great time doing this episode. So, yeah. Peace. I just seen some.